We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E dot com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com slash manifest. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Manifest with Tori D. Simone. I'm your host, Tori D. Simone, and today I am so excited. Um, I have on Lily from the 8020 podcast. And when I tell you, like, she is my new best friend, like, this is like my girl, like, separated at birth, my soul sister, my twin flame, like, this is my girl. And you guys are going to see in the episode. I could have talked to her for hours and hours and hours, for years and years and years, for the rest of my life. We planned so many trips throughout this podcast recording. So many ideas came to fruition throughout this podcast recording. Like, it was just so great. Something that I really want to incorporate on the show are more guests, but I want the guests to be authentic to the show. I don't want to have a podcast show where it's just guests on to be the content of, you know, each week I'm just going to have someone else on and they're going to talk about what they're an expert in and that's going to be the show. I really feel like we've built such a great community and such a great message of what Manifest is that I want the guests that come on to be aligned with it, but to be passionate and experts in what they're talking about. And Lily is exactly that and everything of the sort. Um, She is really, really cool, really unique and really special. And you guys will hear that in the episode coming up. Um, she works a nine to five in multiple jobs, which she'll get into, but I really wanted to hone in with Lily today about her morning routine. She is so consistent and I know you guys love when we talk routines here on the, um, on the podcast. So I really want to talk to her about it. You should definitely follow her podcast and her Instagram every morning. She posts her morning routine. And when I tell you it's like crack for me, I'm like, can't wait to see what Lily posted. Like 
she's just everything of the sort and she is as genuine and authentic in real life as she is on her social media. And I just could not be more obsessed with her after recording today. And I'm so excited for you guys to listen to today's episode. Um, So yeah, I don't really have too much to say today. So without any further ado, let's just jump right into today's episode of Manifest with Tori DeSimone. Lily, thank you so much for joining Manifest with Tori DeSimone. I'm so excited to have you. Thank you for having me. I'm super pumped to be here. Absolutely. Um, As I was saying in my intro, I've been really trying to have intentional guests on the podcast. So when um, I saw that you posted, like, what should I talk about in the podcast? I was like, let's do it together. So I'm really- She slid into my DMs. Like completely (laughs) slid in. And now like you don't even know. (laughs) But right before we started recording, I'm like, come to CI, let's go to Nashville. Like I like literally met my Planning girls trips, literally. And so many, I mean, we just recorded an episode for my podcast, but so many things that you've said parallel. So I'm just super pumped to like continue talking to you and like- you know, just develop this like cool friendship that I feel like we're starting. Oh my God. Yeah. I feel like, well, it's so funny because yesterday I, you learned this from your podcast. I go on a million different tangents, but um, yesterday I was at lunch with a friend and we got there at 1130. And when we were like, uh, I guess we should go. We checked our phones. It was 330. We were like, oh my God, we no were just way. here for four hours. Like that's how I'm feeling with you right now. Like I could literally do this until like midnight. I could keep literally. going forever. <laughs> Me too. But that's the best when you just like hit it off with a person and you guys can just carry a good conversation yeah. forever and ever. Totally. So I feel like I've known you really well, but why don't you tell um, my listeners a little bit about you and um, yeah, give me the elevator pitch. Okay. Um, I'll try to make it short. There's like 10 different versions of me that I could introduce you to today, but um, (laughs) hi guys. My name's Lily, obviously, and I am a um, podcast host. I'm an entrepreneur. I am an employee. I work a nine to five. Um, I'm a fitness gal. I'm a social media guru. I've been in the content creation space since I was 17. Um, What else about me? Oh gosh, I don't know. I guess I can dive a little bit deeper into yeah. any of those little titles that I've given myself. Um, so podcast host, uh, my podcast is called 8020. And if you like manifest, you probably would like 8020. It's just me. I typically don't have guests unless they're intentional. So very, very similar in that sense, um, which is why I'm pumped that, you know, I can be on yours, you can be on mine. Um, and the podcast is really growing a lot lately, which is really exciting. So we're on track to hit a million downloads before the year ends. That is amazing. Yeah. So I'm going to throw myself like a little party for that. I haven't really celebrated too hard, like any of my milestones, but I'm finally in a place now where I feel like I've got like cool people around me that want to celebrate with me. And, um, everybody who listens to the show is just so cool. And the messages that I get are just like incredible. So it's just, it's cool to like finally start to see your hard work pay off. Um, I guess when it comes to my day job, I work a nine to five. Um, My role is very unique in the sense that I work for technically the office of someone who owns a bunch of different brands. And I get to do a lot of different really cool things. So one of them is a marina. One of them is a luxury construction company. Um, Another one is a startup social media app called Daily, which is really cool. Tori, I feel like you would really like it. Um, I'll have to introduce you to that more in like a little bit. But yeah. So that's what I do on like a day-to-day basis. And um, I I live in Annapolis, Maryland, and I live with my sister. She's like my best friend and my roommate. 
and we just have tons of fun together and just like wreak havoc on the town in the best way. <laughs> I love how close you are with your sister. Have you guys always been that close? We have. And I feel it. Like, so I have an older sister too. Her name's Marley. We'll give her a shout out. She's the best. Um, we're about a year and a half apart. And then Lexi and I are three years apart. But when Marley left for college, the two of us really became a lot closer because I guess I still had a year and a half. I just started driving. So like we would drive to school together. We would drive to swim practice together. We would go get food together. We'd be like, Hey, you want to go get coffee? So kind of like she, all of us are all really close, but the two of us really just kind of like clung to each other. Neither of us really had like the best experience at the high school that I went to all four years. And then she only went for a year or so. It's kind of one of those situations where like we really only had each other. Mm -hmm. And um, that obviously just like brings you closer to a person. So we really um, developed a really, really close friendship when my older sister left for college. And we've been like thick as thieves ever since. Oh, that is so amazing. I'm really like envious. It's so funny because I have an older sister, but she lives across the country and we could not be more different. So seeing your relationship with your sister, it's just like, it's, it's so special and it's so pure. And I I love seeing it. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah. Everybody says that too. And we're just like, we couldn't imagine it any other way. And so it just like, like kind of warms my heart that like people like see that about us. Yeah. It's really really, really sweet to see online. I love seeing it. Um, yeah, really. So you gave so many things about you that I wanted to dive into today. Um, let's talk a little bit about your job. So from following you on Instagram, listening to your podcast, I definitely knew about daily. Mm -hmm. I did not know that you also did so many other side hustles and so many other jobs. Yeah. So I feel like I have an entire like Hannah Montana sized closet of hats that I wear on a day-to-day basis. Um, And I won't bore you with all of them, but essentially I work for, like I said, an office um, of a very, very cool entrepreneur and he owns a lot of different brands. And um, like I said, one of them's a marina. Um, It's just down the street from me. I was showing Tori my view earlier, but I live right on the water and Annapolis is just the perfect spot to work for a marina in. So I do a lot of content for them. We do a lot of events. Um, The home building company uh, they build these incredible homes. Um, you guys go check out our Instagram. I run it. It's called Motors. Um, just beautiful, beautiful homes. Another really cool company to work for. Um, and then, yeah, the third is Daily. And Daily's a really cool experience that I kind of um, was handed, essentially. Like, just the story of how this whole job like worked out is kind of crazy and kind of long-winded, so I won't get too far into it. But um, essentially, I was hired on to work for Pyramid and um, SAYC, the marina. And um, then daily kind of happened to fall into place. I was a couple months into the job and they were like, hey, you know, we've got a third brand coming about. Um, Would you like to be a part of it? And I was like, this is so up my alley. The day that um, Austin, the um, creator of daily, gave the pitch. I literally got in my car and I drove home and I called my dad and I was crying. And I was like, dad, I could have not found a more perfect um, family to work for because literally this company is everything that I've dreamed about. So daily is authentic social media. You can't upload on it and you can't edit your photos on it. So literally you have to take everything in the app. And um, I know that there's a lot of other like authentic social media uh, platforms out there and it's kind of more like rising to uh, 
I guess authentic social media is kind of trending right now, which is like super exciting for daily. Um, it's D-A-Y-L-Y-Y if you guys want to download it. But um, basically, just take every picture in the app. It's kind of like Instagram stories. It's kind of like old Snapchat. It feels very much like old Instagram. Like, do you mm. remember when Instagram first came out? Of and people course. just posted whatever the fuck they wanted. Yeah. Like, there wasn't this pressure to post, like, a photo dump, but, like, everything's still curated. There yeah. wasn't pressure to, like, post all these reels. Like, now Instagram's, like, paying people to post reels. And, like, they're, like, bribing people to post reels. And everyone's, like, nobody wants a duplicate TikTok. But we do it, right? Because it's like, we got to post reels because we want our Instagram to grow. So everything, I guess, in social media is just kind of crazy. But uh, Daily's up and coming and you guys should download it. And I work for them. I agree. It's a really awesome time for Daily with authentic social media being so on the rise. I think so many people are craving that. And Mm -hmm. I think so many people try to curate that even on curated posts you know what I mean like they try to make it look like oh I don't care I just threw it together but like we all know you you care literally it's like the most candid photo it took like 50 times to like 50 tries before they got the perfect candid photo it's their best candid photo exactly and kind of like what we're talking about before the podcast began like you can truly make anyone believe anything online but what's cool about daily is like you have to post it literally in that moment so like if you x out of the app like the picture's gone really yeah like you have to post it right now so there's no lying there's no faking it it's just truly seeing what your friends are up to and it's so fun like that's really cool it's just a blast like getting my friends on it has been so fun it's fun to see what my team is up to on a day-to-day basis like what my boss does when he goes home at night like that's super fun to see yeah and it's just super authentic i hate to overuse that word but but it is it's refreshing too refreshing absolutely yeah it really is so do you do marketing for all three of the companies that you work for i do yeah so it's marketing so that's like social media lots of events um gosh just kind of like anything and everything like i said it's very entrepreneurial daily as a startup so it's like okay we walk into the office and we have a plan to do you know, uh, maybe we have a plan to have a couple meetings today, but then by the end of the day, we're like, uh, I don't know, doing some PR pitch to some, I don't want to like say too much or give like an example, like I'm not supposed to say, but, you know, doing some PR pitch to some, you know, big company out in California because they happen to like drop us an email at like 11 AM. So it, it really is that startup culture. And I'm the type of person where I thrive when I'm the busiest. And before we hopped on to record my podcast, um, like I said, I took a really quick shower and then I made a smoothie and it was like 5.58. And I was like, holy shit, I've got so much going on today. Like I've done so much, but I was like, but you thrive when you're the busiest. And um, I read a quote the other day and it said, or maybe it was an audio. Do you listen to Ed Milet? Yes. Okay. So it was one of his, I think it was like an audio of his podcast, but he said that people think that when they have time to like sit on the couch and like have a really slow chill day, which don't get me wrong, those are super important. But he was like, people think that those are their happiest times when in reality, the happiest is when you're the busiest because you're meeting the most people, you're doing the most things, you feel productive. And I'm not trying to push push hustle culture in the slightest because obviously we all need rest. But when I'm the busiest and doing like 10,000 different things, that's when I thrive. Yes, I completely agree. It also just gives your mind like 
honestly the time to not think about what else you have to do. And I feel like that really stresses me out. Like when I'm so busy and I'm focusing at the task at hand, I'm my best self. Absolutely. And it kind of takes away the pressure of like, I don't know, right now I'm in a season of, um, I guess we could say overthinking just a lot of different things. And um, when I'm the busiest and when I have a lot going on, I don't have time to think about just the random shit that's going on outside of like my my current project that I have in front of me. So it's kind of nice. I don't want to say it's a distraction because I don't think that we should like use work or passion projects or anything like that to distract ourselves from like, you know, outside or I guess, um, you know, our own like mental health or like friends or anything like that. But definitely like, you know, just be busy in the best way. For the new year, I really want to make sure that sauning is a big part of my wellness routine, and that is where I'm thrilled to bring in Bond Charge. Bond Charge is a holistic wellness brand with a huge range of evidence-based products to optimize your life in every way. Founded on science and inspired by nature, all Bond Charge products adapt ancestral ways of living in our modern-day world. Their extensive range of premium wellness products help you sleep better, perform better, and have more energy, recover faster, balance hormones, reduce inflammation. The list really is endless. So from blue light glasses, starlight therapy, to EMF management, and circadian-friendly lighting, Bond Charge products help you naturally address the issues of our modern day way of life effortlessly with maximum impact. One of my favorite products from Bond Charge is their infrared sauna blanket. I loved sauning and I have for a really long time, but the problem is I always have to go to the gym. And a lot of times I want a sauna at night when I'm cozy at home. I just don't want to leave. That's why using the infrared sauna blanket at home has been so amazing. This is a really great way to ease stress and unwind at the end of the day. It's also really good to detoxify and it promotes um, lower inflammation in the body, which is really, really huge. What's also really cool is that because this is a blanket, your head is out of it. So it's honestly, I find it's easier to stay in this longer. And because my head is out of it, I'm able to like read a little bit longer and my body still gets all the good benefits that I get while being in the sauna blanket. It's really easy to set up and it's also really easy to clean. It takes less than a minute to set up. It heats up really quickly and I can enjoy like a 30, 40 minute session in the sauna blanket while I'm relaxing, reading, watching TV, meditating. While if I'm in the sauna, I can really only stay in it for like 15 minutes because it gets so hot and uncomfortable, but because my head's out, I'm able to stay in it longer, but I still get all the benefits of it. I just feel so much more relaxed after my sessions. I just feel really, really good. And I just love ending my night with a sauna. Bond Charge ships worldwide in rapid time. They have free shipping on every sauna blanket. They also have easy returns and exchanges, and they have a 12-month warranty. If you're interested, go to bondcharge.com manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15%. That's B-O-N-C-H-A-R-G-E dot com slash manifest and use coupon code manifest to save 15% off on your purchase. That's bondcharge.com manifest. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. So don't search match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. So ditch the busy work. 
Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree that Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. One of the things that I love about Indeed is that I've been able to use it for all of my businesses across uh, the last few years, and it's been really amazing. What I love the most is that I'm able to put down like exactly what it is that I want on Indeed and the candidates that match that get sent right to me. And then the hard part actually becomes narrowing down which ones are the best for me because they all are exactly what I'm looking for. And then it really just comes down to like, which do I vibe with the best? And that's honestly pretty hard to choose from. But Indeed makes it really easy for me to find really good quality candidates that find exactly what I'm looking for instantly. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more that you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of the show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash manifest. Just go to Indeed.com slash manifest right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash manifest. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. So you do the marketing for all these companies, but um, I know you've been very vocal about not finishing college and not having like a marketing degree. So how did you learn how to really market and to do it well and to do it efficiently? Because I mean, if you're doing it for three three companies, like you're doing something right. Two, two major things here. Um, I firmly believe that you can teach yourself anything. And I'm not saying that a degree isn't important because if you want to be a doctor, you would hope that your doctor went to med school, right? (laughs) Like you kind of need a degree for those types of fields. But for marketing, it's so creative that some of the best marketers didn't go to school for marketing or didn't go to school school at all. Um, And so I think being good at marketing kind of, I guess, stems from being like growing up online. I started YouTube when I was 17 and I watched YouTube when I was like probably 10. I remember sitting at the computer when I was maybe even younger than that. And my mom was like, you're not allowed to be on like YouTube because I don't know like what type of content you're watching on there. Like just, I mean, cause you can truly access anything on YouTube. And she was nervous. I was like, but mom, I'm just like watching these makeup tutorials. Like I'm just watching, um, you know, morning routines, like Bethany Moda, all this like kind of stuff. And she's like, okay, well, I guess that's fine. So I've watched YouTube literally forever. And um, so that kind of has just taught me to think in a social media mindset before we even really knew what social media was. Second piece of that is I think a lot of good marketing comes from building a community. So your customers or your clients or your listeners trust you. So you and I, we both have podcasts. So we built a community of people that trust what we say. And it's not because we've like begged them to trust us or we've, you know, put tons of ads in front of them. It's because we've literally just built that trust through human connection. And a big theme for me and the marketing that I do is building human connection. So that's like a huge thing with daily right now is I just want people to see what this app can do for them. And it's not about really the downloads or it's not about 
you know, hitting, I mean, obviously goals are important and you've got to have like certain metrics, especially in business. You have to be like, okay, like I want to set a goal to, you know, hit this, whatever. Um, but truly what's going to get people to come back and listen to a podcast or come back and follow and follow along with your Instagram stories is building that community and building that trust. So that's kind of, I guess, the marketing approach that I am taking in this season is the community building. And you can't really learn how to build community, I guess, teaching the human experience. You can't really teach that in school. So it's like, I don't want to say what's the point of college, but like if you're just looking to build community, I think that you can do that anywhere. And you don't even have to work in marketing to do that either. Yep. And I feel like community is something that so many brands are implementing nowadays. And it's almost even like, I don't want to say a new concept because it's been something that's always been there, but so many brands are trying to emphasize on it nowadays. Like there's even like new positions that are being created, like director of community. And I mean, at Stride, like that's something that we always want to bring in as a director of community. Um, and that really comes across, I mean, from following you and seeing what you post about daily, like it really does seem like a community and it's being translated very well that way. So you're doing a great job. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. I course. think too, like with stride and its success, it's probably because of the community, right? It's like the instructors knowing your name and like, how cool is it? I was in a spin class yesterday and she, I guess maybe this is more of an, a negative experience, but I was in a spin class the other day <laughs> and she, and she didn't even say a single person's name. Like, and that's just something that I thought about maybe because I'm in this community mindset like the best way to connect with your riders is probably like way to go Tori. Like, you know, you get that sprint girl, like, and you know, and I obviously don't have to tell you this, but like just making people feel like people, that's the best way to build community. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, so let's talk about you, who you are outside of your job and more specifically the trend that I love right now that I'm like addicted to on Instagram is the five to nine, either before or after your nine to five. Um, I've been wanting to do an episode about this for so long, but considering the fact that I don't have like a typical nine to five, I've always kind of felt like, I don't know if I should do it. So when I knew that we were recording this, I was like, that is what I want to talk to you about because you are so good at this. You post about it every single day and it's mm -hmm. So gorgeous. Like even like right before we recorded, you posted that you went for a walk and I put on my story. I'm like, this is literally why I love this girl. Like <laughs> you're going for a walk. Before, like it's just everything that I love. So tell me, like, do you prefer, or do you have both? Do you have an, uh, five to nine before and after your nine to five? Do you typically just do it before? Do you do it after? Tell me the routines. Like I want to know everything that you do. Okay. All right. So first thing that's important here is like every day it's a little bit different, but I do, I guess, have my core pieces. Um, I would definitely say my morning routine is a lot more structured than my night routine. And that's because I don't really necessarily know what time my day is going to end. So like today, my day will probably day will end. I mean, this is fun. Like this is like so fun for me, but like my day will probably end like nine ish. Like who knows when I'm going to eat dinner. Like I'm not super sure of my night routine because you never know what the night's going to bring. Yeah. And especially like at our age, like there's so many fun things. Like your friend could text you in the middle of the day and it's like, Hey, you want to come to karaoke tonight? And you're like, sure. It's Wednesday, but whatever. So I like to keep my morning routine structured. So I do have that flexibility at night. So that's kind of something that I've learned within the past, I guess, almost year of being in this role, like structuring your morning sets you up for a good day. And then you can have fun later. Not like my morning routine is not fun, but you know, it's going to, keep it kind of rigid. Yeah. Um, so 
I typically wake up anywhere between like five and six thirty. Um, if I'm going to a workout, I typically like to book something like six or six fifteen. So then that has me up and out of bed like five or five fifteen. Typically before my workout, I don't do too much. I like wake up, obviously brush my teeth, put my contacts in, like that whole bit. Um, but it's pretty much wake up and get to the workout. And I think movement in the morning is so, so important. Um, I almost, I don't want to say it's like the best days are the days when I move first, I would have to say. Um, and maybe I'm like moving off the sleep or I'm waking myself up, but it just feels good to do that. So I've been loving going to yoga first thing in the morning and I try to like mix it up going to like spin and stuff, but I don't know. I just, I feel like that like cardio hit first thing in the morning. I don't know if it hits right, Tori. I don't know. What do you think? Are you like a morning workout person, night workout person? I prefer the morning and I'm I'm with you. Like when I spin, I prefer to spin later in the day. Yeah. I don't know mm-hmm. why that is. You know what? I just feel like it's a lot to wake up to. Like yoga is so mm-hmm. gentle and it's so just like, it's such an amazing way to just like stretch and move your body. And when you're done, you're just like that. Not not only do I just feel good, but that actually like, f- like my body's thanking me for that. Absolutely. Like I, I've been consistently going to yoga for probably like eight weeks now. And cause I really fell out of it. Um, like over the summer and stuff, I like was so off my routine, but now I'm like really like getting back in structure with it, which is important to note too. Like you're not always going to be fully, um, I guess have the full capacity to be in your routine in the best way. So it's important to be flexible. I think that you were just talking about this in a podcast episode. Like if you don't have a good morning routine that day, like it's not the end of the world. Totally. And I have to like, know, is it hot yoga or is it normal? Yeah, hot. And hot. your hair isn't like completely drenched afterwards or is it? Oh, it's, it's pretty nasty. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. pretty, that's why it's literally like slick back <laughs> right now. <laughs> Cause I went, I'm bad about the hair. I'm bad so about the hair. hair. Like it's, it's hard. It's, it's hard to keep up. It's hard. Like you're lucky if my hair is down two days a week and it's done. Literally you're like lucky. I'm claw clipping it right now. And I'm probably, I might wash it tomorrow, but it depends. See, this is when we get into more of the morning routine and the hair washing has to do, like the workout and the hair washing and the schedule. They have so, to coordinate. They all absolutely have to coordinate. And yeah. if they don't, like, I'm just going to have really nasty hair and like hope that I can just wear a hat. Like totally. And like, I'm so, honestly so glad we're talking about this because I listen to so many like podcasts that are like, oh, like I do hot yoga and then I do this. And I'm like, well, what about your hair? Like, is your hair not completely drenched? Like, do you not have to then <laughs> wash your hair and then blow dry your hair? Or do you just like do the claw clip and we just move on with our lives? Like, okay, everyone skips over that. I so need this to know is, it though. This is the trick. This is the trick. And Lexi taught Tell me us. this. Um, she says that you put dry shampoo in your hair. Okay. Okay. You go to hot yoga, right? You're literally drenched in sweat. It's like 110 yes. degrees in there. You're like, you look like you just stepped out of the shower, but it's sweat. And she's like, you kind of wait for it to dry a little bit. You shower and like, it's okay if it gets a little wet. You put some dry shampoo in there, like scrub it up or like scrub it out and then just hit it with the hair dryer. And it kind of helps to like absorb some of that oil. It's not like foolproof and it doesn't look like fresh, but it also doesn't look gross. 
And that's all we need. Yeah. I'm not asking for like fresh out of the dry bar, but like, I just need something that like, I can go to work and my coworkers are like, who smells, you know? Yes. Yes. A hundred percent. Yeah. So, um, and like, I can't wear a hat to like my professional job, you right. know, but I can do like this slick back. So I'm a big fan of, um, it's called mermaid hair oil. I forget who makes it, Okay, but it's like this little blue dropper bottle. So I just give it like a little slick claw clip, big fan of like the little, like low kind of like military style bun. Um, I guess it's just like a little like slick back bun. Um, but yeah, that's kind of important for the girlies that go into the office like you, like if you're working from home, like all bets are off. Uh, yeah. You can show up as is. Yeah. Totally. Like for me, like when I go to hot yoga, I'm like, literally who cares because I come home and it's just me. So I'm like, I have no one to impress, but for going into the office, like I'm always so curious what the girls do because no one talks about it. I'm like, yeah, well, and I'm, I'm in the office five days a week. So like, yeah, the hair, the hair is just something else. Yeah. Yeah, it needs to be talked about. So I'm, I'm glad we hit that. Okay, so Absolutely. how often do you go to hot yoga a week? Yeah, so like three to four days a week. Um, I typically like to have, so the studio that I go to kind of depends on like their class schedule. Typically Monday mornings, they don't have a class that I like to go to. And Wednesday mornings, they don't have a class that I like to go to. So I typically will do those two mornings at home. Monday, it's kind of nice, like ease into the day. Those days I go for a long walk. I like I said, I live by the water. I'm like not trying to brag, but I love where I live so much. And um, I'll go for like a long walk by the water. Um, typically that's like, I don't know, 30 minutes. It's getting colder now. The sun doesn't rise until like 7.30. So that's kind of throwing me off, um, but I'll go for a walk. Consider that my movement. And then I'll like go to the gym after work um, if I don't do something first thing in the morning. And then the days that I do go to hot yoga, I will go obviously to the studio hot yoga by the time the whole class is over and I get home, it's like seven 30 at that point I hop in the shower, deal with the hair if there's something to deal <laughs> with. And, um, and then I will, um, do my skincare routine. So I kind of keep it light. I'm not really the type of person to wear tons of makeup to work. I used to be, but I decided that, um, I just need to like, let my skin breathe. My skin was like really unhappy with me. Um, over the summer, I had really bad acne, like all through high school and, um, kind of like, I don't know if they call it, like a second puberty or if you're like, you believe in this, but like in your early twenties, you had like a second puberty. So like my hormones were like freaking out. It's like healed ever since I've like backed off the makeup a little bit, but, um, I still am like struggling to kind of get rid of like that jawline, you know, That's anyway, interesting. It's it's weird. It's weird, and it's like jawline is hormonal. Mm -hmm. So I've been trying to just do all these little like tips and tricks and whatever we can get into some of those later. But um, yeah, so trying to get rid of that, heal that a little bit. But I've been keeping it really light with the makeup and like light with the skincare. Less is more. I feel like in these situations. So I also have like a really cool team, and like no one really gives a fuck. Like in but in the best way. Like no one's yeah. gonna be like. I don't know. I've, I've heard horror stories of women in their office and their managers, like, you need to be more put together. And they're like, well, my outfit's fine. They're like, yeah, but like, you need to like get ready in the morning. And it's like, what? The yeah. That like horror college. Stories. Literally. Or like sorority recruitment when they're like, yeah. your hair has to be heat styled. And like, absolutely not. Like my hair is going to be slicked back. Like I'm coming from yoga. Like I'm trying to be a better person so I can be good in here. So like, we're going to have to deal with like 100%. slicked back hair. 
So anyway, but anyway, my team is fantastic. Like I talked about earlier, I work for such a cool companies and couldn't ask for a better, exper- better experience there. But um, yeah, so I just come into work. Like I do a little bit of tinted moisturizer, um, like a little bit of powder mascara. I don't look like I'm walking off the runway, but like I also don't look like I'm like sick, you know? So, <laughs> totally. Yeah. So just one of those like light makeup, low glossy style, you know, anyway. Um, so I will do like a little bit of, I'll do like light makeup, like skincare. And then I typically do breakfast. Um, I do eggs for breakfast and eggs and fruit. Typically I just keep it really easy. It's easy to make. I know that it's going to keep me full until lunch. I've tried with so many other different breakfasts and like literally nothing satiates me like eggs do. So that's what I do. Um, and then this is where like the fun comes in. Hit me. (laughs) This is where it starts to get fun guys. So make my breakfast. I just got an espresso and I will make a cup of coffee. Um, I couldn't tell you the name of the pod that I like, but it starts with an M and it's like a little bit lighter. Do you have an espresso? No, I don't. Are you like a Keurig girl? I have a Breville. Oh, okay. Well, that's better. Right? Well, it is, but like it's it's an ordeal. Like the the espresso is easy. Like you just pop a pot in, and then you're good. Like the Breville, yeah. I literally had one of our friends come over the other night, and like he had to completely like rewire my machine because I was just pouring the shittiest espresso shots, <laughs> and oh, like no. now I'm finally having good espresso. So the Nespresso is easier. It is. Well, I feel like there's a science behind like those machines, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. I and think, I am like, no scientist. I think like the more that you can streamline in your morning, the better off you are. Like if you have truly all the time in the world, like I would love to have a Breville and like just mess with that machine all day long. But like the more that I've streamlined, like you get more time back in your day, you know, when you can just pop a pot in, press the thing and go, like there's one button on the Nespresso and it's brew. Like I don't need any other decisions other than brew in the morning, you know? So, so so easy. You brew my cup of coffee. Um, and I typically take it outside and that's when I read my, um, morning kind of like meditation book. It's called journey to the heart and you can get on Amazon or I think like anywhere books are sold. Um, and it just has like today's date and then whatever the meditation is, um, just to show you guys how not perfect I am. I had to take my car for an oil change today. So I had to leave like 30 minutes earlier than usual. So I didn't time to do my, morning uh journal and like reading session which is fine because sometimes you like i don't even want to call it slip up but sometimes you just have to like you know go with the flow um but i typically read that and then i do my morning journaling session so so i'll read my i'll read my morning meditation book journey to the heart and then i will typically journal so i have it's probably like standard paper eight and a half by eleven um got it at staples i think it's by moleskin And I'm the type of person that literally I told you earlier, like I just write shit down all the time. And I feel like my brain is just like all kinds of different tentacles and there's really no structure. And my journal's the exact same way. So I always, without fail, I'll do a gratitude practice. I'll write down some affirmations and then I'll do a brain dump. But other than that, I'm not really strict with like journal prompts. I, if I have like a random idea that comes to me throughout the day. I typically just like keep my journal open or at work. I have these like just big, like sticky notes, essentially, excuse me, that I write on. And, um, yeah, I'll just like typically write down 
my gratitude. I always do like three to 10. That's like such a weird range, three to 10 things that I'm grateful for. So whether it's like, you know, I'm grateful for the sunrise or I'm grateful for my body for the yoga class that it did. I try to do different things every day or different variations of things every day, um, just to kind of keep it fresh and really like dig down a little bit deeper and see like, what are you really grateful for? Because surface level, it's fine to be like a roof over my head and my family, but like, what are you really grateful for today? And um, that practice always kind of brings up some other stuff too. That always kind of leads into my affirmations. So it's like, maybe if I'm not having like the best body image day, I might say I'm grateful for my body and all that it does for me. Then maybe that like segues in my affirmations. Um, you know, I am beautiful. I am confident. I am whatever. And then brain dump is literally could be like, I do not have a single coherent thought period closes journal moves on. Or maybe it's like two pages of like, who knows what, it just varies on the day, depending on the day. Um, and then after that is when I typically kind of round out my morning. If I have the extra time, I'll do some sort of meditation. I've been loving um, Alan Watts on Spotify. I'll just put him on and do, you know, just kind of like sit there and breathe. Um, I sometimes will do like lo-fi meditation. Peaceful meditation is another good playlist on Spotify that I like to listen to. Um, and like I said, I have a really cool view. So it's not hard to just sit there. I would literally sit outside for all day if I could. On the weekends, I could sit outside all day. And sometimes I do just with my cup of coffee, writing, journaling, thinking, talking to people. If there's like, you know, sometimes if Lexi's up on the off chance that she is, she'll come out there and sit with me. Um, So that's typically a morning and then I'll get ready and I'll go to work. Um, I always like pack a lunch. Sometimes I'll make a second cup of coffee, um, just like little things like that. But the journaling, the meditation and sitting outside in the sun first thing is super important. And drinking water too is huge for me in the morning. And you've been really good about drinking water. This whole time we're recording, you keep drinking water. And okay, well, me to drink water. <laughs> okay, let's drink water right now. Everybody listening, okay. take a sip. Take cheers. A water. Cheers. cheers. Even though it's bad luck to cheers on water, not for us. Mm. No, not for us because we're hydrated girlies. Hydrated queens. Mm-hmm. cold water but you're also not drinking water with ice that's a little concerning why is that oh i'm sorry see lexi thinks the same thing and she's like that's just bizarre i it's just too cold for me plain and simple you know what's (laughs) so funny because in your episode i'm like i hate the cold and you're like yeah i don't really mind it and now i'm like i need the coldest water i can get you're like it's too cold for me literally i was just thinking (laughs) i was like she won't take a cold shower but she drinks ice cold water i won't i can't drink ice cold water but i will take an ice cold shower Hmm. get you a girl that can do both not me (laughs) (laughs) so i'm obsessed with your morning routine um and you do it would you say you do it most of like at most of the days you do this yeah it's it's non-negotiable and i I firmly believe, well, I mean, other than like today, for example, like I said, I had to, like today I had to take my car to get an oil change and I was like, okay, well, I got to leave like 30 minutes earlier because I got to drop it. My appointment time got to get to the office too. So those types of days are always stressful because you're thrown off of your routine, but you also have extra shit to do. So today getting into the office, I was a little bit more flustered 
because I didn't have the extra time to do what I really wanted to do. Um, and so those days are always weird. So it's like yeah. on those days, I did end up getting in the office like a little bit earlier than usual. So I had some extra time to like sit at my desk and I did like jot some stuff down on a piece of paper. Like I did do my gratitude practice when I got into the office because I was like, I know that if I don't do one of these things, I will just, I don't want to say feel kind of shitty, but I know that those things make me feel good. They make me feel better. And like, I've had a stressful morning. So why not just do one of reach into my toolbox and do one of the things that I know makes me feel good. But, um, but I would definitely say pretty much five days a week. It is something that I do. Um, and if I, on a good day, if I really do have the time, I'll take my cup of coffee and I'll go walk with it as well. This is like, if I could do the most ideal morning routine, it would be do all those things. And then like either add to my cup of coffee, just some water and then like heat it up in the microwave, or I will, um, make a second cup of coffee and go walk around the, uh, the docks at my apartment. And, um, that's when I typically post on Instagram and I'm like morning walk. So that, that, that is, is when I do all the time. Yeah. Oh, that's the best. Every time I see that, I'm like to be Lily. Okay. Well then you need to come to Annapolis, come visit. And then I'll take you through like a standard Lily morning routine. Okay. Perfect. That's our third trip we planned together. Perfect. Okay. Great. <laughs> We've got a lot to do. We're going to start booking s- some dates. No, yeah. really. we, we are booked and busy girlies. We um, are. So kind of what you were saying about your Nespresso is that it's such a simple thing and you've really mm-hmm. simplified your routine with the Nespresso. Do you think that's the secret to your whole routine is simplifying it? Or is it like how... What is a secret to a consistent routine that you continue to show up for every day? Yeah. So I love this question because I think first off, we glamorize morning routines. And a lot of times we see a morning routine on YouTube and we think that because so-and-so does this morning routine, it's going to work for me too. When in reality, most of the things that they do either, A, they don't really do those things every day. They're just putting on a show for you or B, which ties into the whole inauthentic social media thing, which I could go on for days about. Or B, those those habits just don't really work for you. Like you're not supposed to meditate. Sometimes meditating isn't for some people and that's okay. Like we all hear meditation being tossed around, but it truly is something that you have to like drop into. And some people just like can't get into that state or maybe they can't get into it right now because they've got other things like barricading them from getting into a meditative state. So sitting for 20 minutes trying to meditate is a waste of your time when really maybe you have like so much built up energy going for a 20 minute run might be better for you instead of a 20 minute meditation. So things like that, finding what works for you is key here and not trying to force something that doesn't feel authentic to you. If you don't have a single habit that you do every single day, like a feel good habit, maybe start with like one thing, whether it's, um, yeah, something as simple as, uh, switching out your coffee maker to something with a pod because it's easier. Or maybe it's adding like lemon water into your morning because you struggle with your digestive system or even like eating something before you have your coffee because you know it messes with your blood sugar. Little things like that, even just switching the place of habits sometimes helps kind of like puts you in a more like a flow of your morning routine rather than like jumping from thing to thing. Um, I find all helps. And really just streamlining those little habits that work for you and making it unique to you. You don't have to copy someone online and you don't have to be something that you're not. And if you don't like running, don't go for a run in the morning. If running is like too much work for you in the morning, do it in the afternoon. You don't have to do anything that you don't want to do. Totally. I love that message. I feel like 
so often we see things on social media and we try to replicate it because it's always romanticized and it mm-hmm. looks so pretty and it looks ideal. And we think like, this would be really nice. But I mean, a three hour morning routine for some people just is so unrealistic to them. While for others, it's the most realistic thing for them. You're, you, you got it perfectly. Like it really is what is real for you and what works for you. Absolutely. So do yeah. you do this on the weekends too? So weekends are a little different. I haven't had a weekend that is like consistent in probably like three months. Yeah. Like I have not had a true weekend at home or a weekend where people aren't staying with me. That's the kicker too. If I mm. either A, wake up next to someone or, and that sounds bad, but if I wake, <laughs> up, next, if I wake up next to someone or if someone else is in my house and they're up before me, the whole day is like thrown through a loop. Totally. So like, what do you do on those days? Once again, you got to reach into your toolbox and be like, okay, well, you know, so-and-so is here and they already are up and they already want to have a cup of coffee with me, but I got to be like, hold on a second. Let me go to my bed. Instead, I'm going to do my gratitude practice and I'm going to read today's entry of journey to the heart really quick. And then I can come have a cup of coffee with you. So what do you do on those days where things get kind of thrown off? Just go back to like those, maybe it's that one habit or that one like switch of habits. Instead of doing this, you do that today because it's just going to work. Um, I kind of forget your original question. Do you do it on the but, weekends? But you pretty much oh, answered. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it just depends. I try though. Yeah. And if it's not the full-fledged morning, because re- I typically don't go to yoga like 6 a.m. on the weekends. I don't even think they have right. a 6 a.m. class on the weekends, but I do like to get up and do something, um, especially if I've gone out the night before. Like I, I got to get up and do something first thing or else I'm like so out of sorts. So it sounds like you at least do one thing to just center yourself, even if it's like chaotic in your house or whatever it might be. Absolutely. Just yeah. pick one thing. If that's yeah. all you can do, do do one thing. Like do you some, something's better than nothing. Is it your your journaling? You keep ta- you keep bringing up like journaling, coffee, and your manifest book. Like mm-hmm. I would say, like those three things are what you keep coming back to. Absolutely, and that's what you probably see on Instagram too. Yeah, those are my favorites. Yeah, yeah. I love seeing it. Like keep posting it every day because every day I'm like, okay. it's like crack for me. I'm like, oh, Lily posted. <laughs> I'm like, people it. people probably haven't even bought the book. They're like, Lily recommends this book, but I know she's gonna post today's entry anyway. So I'm just gonna read it off of <laughs> her story. I'll put it in the show Literally. notes so everyone go yeah. get it. Journey to the Heart, Melody Beattie, I think that's her name, or Mel- I don't know. I I'm bad at like looking at authors on books. I, I really am couldn't. Too. I, I could tell you the name of the book all day long, but I couldn't tell you the author. So. I'm the same way. It's yeah. And one thing about us, anyway. Bad habit. Um, yeah, literally. <laughs> um, so, how are you adjusting? Maybe this just hits me a little bit harder than most people. But how are you adjusting to it being dark when you wake up now? Does that affect you? Does it not? What are your tips? Things have been tough. They really have. So I actually have a light and it's one of those like color changing light bulbs and it has a remote on it. So when I, when the alarm goes off, like today went off 515. I've, I snoozed it like probably a couple more times than I should have. Feet finally hit the floor at 530. I had to be out of here by 545. So like I said, my whole morning was a little rushed today, like from the get go, like I can even pinpoint it back to snoozing a little bit too much. Um, but yeah, waking up with the sun was so nice in the summertime. But now first thing I do is I hit the um, red light on my remote just so it's sunlight. 
And then I kind of make myself like a little sunrise. So I move it up to orange and then I move it up to yellow. Oh, I love that. Yeah. So I like switch the colors. It's I think it's like the HP, not HP, something like remote color changing light. But you can literally get them at Target and you can just put them in any lamp that you have and make that little switch. And it also has normal light color too. So (laughs) it's not like a huge commitment, but um, you can just make yourself like a little sunrise. I know that they have like hatch alarm clocks um, like this. (laughs) I won't won't get into that, but (laughs) a friend of mine had a hatch alarm clock. And when I woke up to it, it was nice. It was really, really nice. So, but they're expensive. Yeah, they are. There's, um, I have one from Amazon that it's, I think it's like under 30 bucks and it does like what a hatch does. It's, um, it like emulates the sunlight. It's an alarm clock and it's really great. Okay. You'll have to send me the link. Yeah. I'll send you the link. I'll put it in the show notes too. Be kind of nice for it to just be another thing that I could streamline, right? I wouldn't have to manually make myself a sunrise. I could streamline it. So you can get things that do other things for you. It's easier. Um, I feel like you should get Philips Hue lights. Do you know what they are? What, what, no, what are those? Okay, I'm obsessed with Philips Hue lights. So um, they're lights, obviously. And there's an app on your phone and you can like set timers for them. So like when you wake up, like they can turn on for you. You can set like whatever color you want them to be when you leave and then Love you come that. home. They can just automatically turn on based on your location. But they have like settings in them. So they have one that's called Relax, which like in my apartment, like normally right now, like if we weren't recording right now because it's, like past eight, I would typically just have my like relaxed lights on and they're very soothing. And then when you wake up, there's are they setting. like in the ceiling? Yeah, in you the can ceiling put them in the ceiling. You can put them in lamps. You could put them okay, anywhere. I'm so doing that. Yeah, they're That's and you can so put them cool. like behind your TV. So like we do that behind the TV, so it has like a glow behind it. Like it's just like the best. But they have one in the morning, and it's called. Um, well, they have a bunch, but there's like Energize. They have one that emulates a sunrise. It's really really cool. You should look into it. Okay, that's like my next thing. Like as soon as we get off the mic, I'm actually gonna order those. Yeah. So Philips Hue. Yeah. That's right. Okay. Yeah. Philips Hue. H U E. I'm obsessed with them. It's also um, they're a little pricey, so it's a good like Mm -hmm. Christmas present to ask for. Um, or like if you and Lexi want to like go in on it together, like it's always like it's like a a good like joint present to get with someone. Mm -hmm. So look into it. I love them. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I wrote that down. So yeah. Yeah, they're awesome. So you have what it sounds like such great balance. Like you can be a regimented, consistent morning routine girly that goes to work and gets done what she needs to get done. But then you also like let loose on the weekends and have fun. Like what's the secret to the balance? So first off, I have like a love-hate relationship with the word balance. I'm like, does it exist? Does it not exist? I always go back and forth. I feel like the best type of balance happens when you aren't trying to balance at all. So it's almost like do nothing and everything happens, which is such bad advice. But um, (laughs) I think like if you are, if you firmly believe that you can do everything all at once, you're sorely mistaken. Like there are definitely areas of my life that have, I guess, like slipped up over the summer. For example, I was really off of my workout routine, but I was really, really putting in tons and tons of um, effort into these really specific projects at work that needed my effort. And because I put in that really hard effort, it paid off. And, um, you know, I decided that when this project at work was over, my next project would be me. And so I was like, okay, I got to commit to going back to yoga. I got to commit to um, starting running again. 
So I was like, okay, my next project has to be me. If, you know, it comes back around at work that I have to put in, you know, extra energy into other projects, maybe, you know, I drop down certain things in my workout routine. But I feel like once you start to build in good habits, like those shouldn't be the first to go, you know? So I always try to like make sure that I'm keeping up with my self-improvement. That way I can show up as a good employee and then obviously like a good podcast host, a good sister, a good daughter, a good friend. Um, so that's kind of my my thing with balance is like you're never truly going to be able to balance it all. And like you got to be okay with like letting other areas, I hate to use the word slip, but just like letting go of the need to control every little thing. Um, and that kind of like helps with balance, which seems counterintuitive, but it kind of no, helps. It makes perfect sense. Some areas need their moment while others can just chill for a sec. Absolutely. And I think too, like having boundaries with work, like I work really, really, really hard when I'm there, but when, you know, I'm not the type of person that like runs out right at five, but you know, I'm typically out of there by like five or five thirty, and that's okay. You know, if people are, other people are staying late, that's good for them. But like, I've got my horse blinders on and I know like I work really hard in the eight plus hours that I'm there and that's perfectly fine with me. And, um, you know, that's that. And then I come home and I do my passion projects. I work on myself. So then again, I can wake up and come back as a better employee the next day. And that's, what's important to me. Um, then on the weekends, that's a whole different story. When I was at my first college, I transferred three times, but when I was, when I was at my first one, we had a saying that was work hard, play harder. And, um, so that definitely related to like that typical college experience. It was super rigorous um, academically. And so everyone would work really hard throughout the week and play incredibly hard on the weekends. Now, obviously I kind of take that more lightly. (laughs) I'm not like playing too hard on the weekends, but I do like to have my fun and enjoy myself. Um, And I'm lucky that to some degree my team does too. So like I go out with people who are my coworkers. I, um, you know, I've made some cool friends here and we like to go out and have fun on the weekends and we also like to do other fun things too that don't involve going out, but um, just fun. You got to make sure that you are having fun because if you put all your energy into work per se, you're just going to burn yourself out. So you got to have a good, I guess we'll toss the word balance around, but you got to be able to um, enjoy working and playing. Yeah. I love that. You also brought up passion projects. Mm -hmm. I know so many people that listen to both of our podcasts want to have quote unquote, a side hustle or a passion project or something to fill their cup that maybe one day they can make revenue from, or maybe it just stays as a hobby. Um, I feel like you have such a great example of this being your podcast. Um, So to anyone listening to this that wants to start a passion project, a side hustle, something to fill their cup, what would you recommend? Um, Literally, this is the most basic advice, but just start. Like so many people stay on the dot and they just cannot get themselves like essentially like breaking their own ice, right? Like they can't get themselves to just start your first podcast is going to be so awkward. I was talking to a friend the other day. I said, this is how you start a podcast. You record it, you listen to it, you hate it, you delete it, you repeat the process. Yeah. Until finally you're like, okay, maybe this one like might be good enough to post. And so you post it and then you post another one and then you post another one. And then all of a sudden you have a podcast. So just starting has to be the first step. You can't like sit there and like research 
how to start a podcast, how to do this, because you're just wasting precious time. Like everyone has a phone. Everyone has voice memos on their phone. There are some days that in all honesty, I recorded podcasts on voice memos on my phone because I didn't have time to pull the mic out. Maybe I was like sitting in traffic or something. And I was like, I got to get this done. So you just make time for the things that you want to make time for. Nobody batted an eye at the voice memos episodes. Yep. Technology's like that good now. Yep. Yep. Love that. Such Mm -hmm. great advice. Um, I could literally talk your ear off forever, but (laughs) I feel like um, I'm going to wrap it up with a couple more questions but I'm like so enjoying this and I definitely need you Me back too. on because I absolutely. just know that the listeners are just going to just absolutely adore this. Um, but you mentioned also a little bit earlier about that you just finished a big project for work and now you're working on you. What does that entail? Can you give us any yeah. any secrets? Yeah. So I I guess we'll get a little bit deep here for a second. Let me take a sip of my water. Let's get deep. That's what mm-hmm. the show is we'll all get deep about. deep for a second. Yeah, I'm like cracking my back. Like, ooh, okay. So <laughs> here I go. <laughs> here I go. So over the summer, I just had a really like not so good experience and um made me really reevaluate like where my priorities lie, especially when it comes to like dating and relationships. And I was in a situation where I really um I guess like it just really messed with my confidence and messed with it was it was like a big distraction and I left this situation feeling like a total piece of shit essentially and yeah just not not good in the slightest and obviously like I cried about it for a couple of days I was like this is just so stupid I was like looking in the mirror and I was like you are such a cool person you, you know, didn't deserve this and you need to get back to being the bad bitch that you are. And literally, as soon as I made that decision that I was going to let all this other bullshit go, it was the same time that I was wrapping up these big projects at work. It kind of all like a lot of things came to a close at once. And then I kind of felt like I I was like listening to clean by Taylor Swift and which her album comes out tonight. So like strap in like tonight's going to be a long one, but, um, or or maybe I'll like just go to bed early and like listen tomorrow, but whatever. Um, (laughs) (laughs) but, um, but yeah, I was like, you had this experience for a reason. You learned so much about setting good boundaries and never letting yourself feel devalued again. And I listened to Clean by Taylor Swift and I just like looked in the mirror and I was like, you need to get back to being the bad bitch that you are. And I was like, I I feel clean. Like I feel good. I'm ready to do this. And literally like a week later, I was feeling pretty much like myself again. I was getting really back. I was getting back into yoga, um, back into weight training again. Um, I was like, I need to take up running again. And those are all just physical things because for me, um, moving my body is such kind of a form of, of therapy and medicine. And that's what makes me feel good. Um, so I was like, you know, moving my body needs to be my number one priority. And for no reason other than the fact that it makes me feel good. Um, it was like, you need to, you know, make sure that you're eating well again. Um, just like being mindful of what you put in your body. And once again, just because it makes you feel good when you eat well, um, need to make sure that you are surrounding yourself with good people. We talked about community earlier in this episode and 
having a solid community of people around me is like the best blessing that I could have ever asked for. Um, so anyway, that's kind of my project right now is like food, fitness, and people I essentially love that. You that's know, what I'm working on. You know, you went through some shit if you're listening to Clean by Taylor Swift. I mean, everyone says it's all too well, but I'd argue Clean is the song. Any day of the week. like, And that's the one that you put on and you're like, Taylor, you, you've you just wrecked me. Oh, when I'm like, I hate to sound so dramatic, but here I go. There was a time when I like never forget this, like I was driving down the highway and clean came on and I just started sobbing. It's like a, it's like a reflex. Literally. <laughs> you know? yes. It is. Yeah. It's a good song though. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, so it's therapeutic. Beyond, it beyond cheaper than therapy. If you need anything, listen to clean by Taylor Swift. <laughs> like a Spotify membership's what, like nine ninety nine. Like <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Read it. <laughs> No, I'm really yeah. happy for you. And, and I can just like see such a radiant energy that comes from your stories. And even Thank just you. now when you talk about working on yourself, like your face just lights up and it's it's really cool Thank and authentic you. to see. Absolutely. Oh, you're so sweet. Yeah. Yeah. I might cry. <laughs> and that, that's the other thing too. I hate to be like long-winded, but I I didn't cry for like six months and I was like riding this high of like moving and new job and new people and knew this and knew that. And all of a sudden I was just like, none of this is like me and I don't feel like me. And, you know, this person did this and this person said that. And I was just like, no, like you got to get back to you. Yeah. And yeah. So here Good for are. you. I love Thank that. You. Where Thank can people you. find more of you? I know after this episode, everyone's going to want to follow you and listen to your podcast. So tell us everything. Oh, thank you. Um, so you can find me on Instagram. My username is Lily Rayko, L-I-L-Y-R-A-K-O-W. Um, my podcast is called 8020. I also have a podcast Instagram. It's 8020pod, 8020pod. Um, I also have a website. It's called lilyrayko.com. I have a couple like ebooks there if you're interested in any like fun ebooks. Oh, I wrote a cookbook too. I didn't talk about that, oh but God. I do have a cookbook out. Love. Yeah, see like... Yeah. Yeah. That was like last year. Old news, old news. Um, but yeah, I do have a cookbook if you guys are interested. Um, what else? Oh, download daily. Um, the app that I work for on the app store, Google play. Um, it's pretty cool. And, um, yeah, that's kind of it. That's all I have. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you so much for coming on. You have to come on again. And next time we'll just have to be together in Annapolis. 100%. hundred <laughs> percent. Absolutely. I'm so like literally any, anytime, anytime. Perfect. All right. Thanks, Lily. Absolutely. Guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Um, we also did a episode over on Lily's podcast on 8020pod. We talked about kind of how I live a non-traditional path, how I'm an entrepreneur, a creative, kind of what we talk about on this podcast, but diving deeper into certain niche, niche, niche. I know everyone kind of says that word a little bit differently. I see niche topics on that whole conversation. So um, it's really amazing. And my guys are over there. Please be sure to subscribe and follow Lily's podcast. Um, I'll have everything that we talked about in the show notes down below. I'm also going to have a link to the manifest planner down below. Um, This podcast has an episode or this podcast has an Instagram. I'm the worst at promoting it. It's at manifest with Tori D. Simone. And I'd love it if you guys would show it some love, give it a follow and be sure to share Lily's episode as well. 
Um, and yeah, get the word out there for Lily. And um, if you guys want to see her again, let me know. I would love to have her back on literally anytime. And yeah, guys, thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for supporting. Have a wonderful rest of your Monday and I'll talk to you guys soon. Bye guys.